uh, Ilya. I still don't know if I'm ever saying that right. And Max. No. It has no Max, Max on it. No Max. It said Max on the fucking... On Spotify. Um, it's Kotecha, Spotify is wrong. Ilya and Spencer. Spotify got it wrong. Anyway, great song. Gets an official... We love an anxiety bop. Project You, the podcast. Shot watch. For once, I think we're all actually happy with the number one Excuse single me, in the country. Don't speak for me. I'll be riding shotgun. We've discussed. I'm not this happy song. with this. What? Feeling like George Ezra's Shotgun, one of my favourite pop rights of the year. I'll be riding shotgun underneath. It's just so much fun. This song, number one song in Australia, which I don't think has happened for like a rock act for a long time. And so it. Would so you call it George Ezra a rock act? Nah, I think you call him a pop act. He's pretty pop. I don't know. I feel like a hay bale suddenly appeared under me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, you'll be pleased to know that the number one streaming single is still the same. I'm just... Um, an overproduced hip-hop moment. So tired. <laughs> yeah, my uh, boss said today he was listening to it and he was like, oh... This song is burnt. <laughs> it actually is burning real quick, though. Um, it is. Just going to interject um, with another song that's going quite well, finally. And I kind of knew it would, like, always knew it would go well. I'll leave the light on. This Tom Walker song called Leave a Light On. It's about, like, um, wanting to... And, and then seeing a light that helps you out of the darkness. I'll get rid of that noise I just made. Well. Jesus Christ. So it's by Tom Walker. He's some Scottish kid. Leave a light on. Um, good song. Going well. Sort of rag and bone man style voice. It really is, right isn't with. it? So there's this kid that won um, Triple J on Earth High a couple of weeks ago. I think he's 16. And his name's Kian. I think he's from Ballarat or some shit. Um, anyway, this is his song. It's now like number 50 on the charts already, which is the power of that, that amazing platform that is Triple J Unearthed High. And this song is called Waiting, I believe. Or something. Can I take you back to the day we met when I started on my words? And I know that made you laugh, and the way you flicked your hair, and I saw the smile you had. Yeah, I noticed something, there's something known, there's something about you. You've been gone a while. He wrote this when he was 14. Where you know there's something about you. It's like, like Sean Mendes. And and rule met. Actually, they did. They met on the weekend. Yeah, and there's a photo they? of it. <laughs> well, that's what this is like. It's like they're hanging out. They're taking a sleeping pill. <laughs> anyway, watch out for Cairn. He's probably going to be big now because he won the Unearthed High thing. Project U, the podcast. Guys, it's time for a new segment. What's, What's up with why? Oh. What? It's not new. I know, that's the joke. That's the gag, guys. Um, um, what had his it. dream fulfilled of always being in Rolling Stone magazine? <laughs> How? <laughs> Wanting to be in Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, what happened? Since he is in Rolling Stone magazine. What's he in Rolling Stone An magazine An article for? called, Why More Pop Songwriters Are Stepping Into The Spotlight. Ooh. Are they claiming that he's stepping into the spotlight? It's him and uh, Benny. Oh, there you go. East Side's like top six at the moment in Australia, which is always a shitty spot to be. Like, you want to be top five. I think it's still five on our More in a shitty. Yeah, we're, we're playing it on our network now, which is really great, except it's in the system as Benny Blano. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that is very good. 
Shawn Mendes looks so good. He looks all right. He looks all right. Um, what was that other what fact that we had that we needed to express to something, the people? Something rose on the, the chart. Yeah, that's right. Um, on song? the Spotify charts, this song, Let Me Go by um, Thingo, has has risen 18 places to number 159. Well done, what? I hate how you announced that as though it was real relevant <laughs> content. Big. Project U, the podcast. This is that LSD song. Yeah. Isn't it? It's the new LSD song. The one with so- Sia and... Who's the L? Diplo. Yep. And, who's the, and L? the L is Labyrinth. Oh, Labyrinth. <laughs> um, already doing ridiculously well on Spotify for reasons I can't um, <laughs> quite attain. I don't know why. I just this collaboration of these three people should be amazing. We know you hate it. No, yeah, I know, and it's not. It's not good. It's not not amazing. Um, oh, it's alright. This song in particular is really boring. I'm still I'm still bored of that like smoky club sound as in like a I'm in the 60s and I'm singing in a club and it's smoky. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Like a tired Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Paloma Faith only Mm. (laughs) like this. Mm -hmm. A tired Amy Winehouse. Mate, she's pretty tired. (laughs) Careful. (laughs) She's pretty knackered. Oh, that's really bad, isn't it? We have to get rid of that. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I'm bored of this. Can a week go by without Next you one. saying something awful? Oh, Aretha Franklin is number 37. Rip. So she should be. What a woman. What a woman. At projectu.tv. Should I just play the chorus of Jess Glynn? Yes. It's another inspirational yes. quote. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yet another inspirational quote that 42-year-old women share with one another. If you don't, um... With the rose emoji. Something me at my worst. You don't something at my best. I'm sure it's a lyric in this song. If you don't see me at my worst. Called All I Am. She appears to have announced an entire album of songs with uh, tired, clean bandit production. Did we inspirational Steve, lyrics. Who was this again? This wasn't Steve Mack, was it? Steve Mack was on something. Something, maybe one song. It the might album. be this, honestly, because he's on everything that... If if a song passes through London, he's on it. <laughs> Hello, I'm going to be in town. All right, jump in the studio then. That's my impression of Steve Mack. If you play a demo in yes. London, Steve Mack has suddenly a writing credit on it. Project U, the podcast. I don't I don't hate this new Calvin Harris and Sam Smith song. It's Me still neither. A, a really odd combination. Um, I feel like it's odd, but it somehow makes sense. I, I don't think it's odd. I feel like it was a collaboration that was going to happen. I mean, after John Newman happened, it's like, surely that would occur. Calvin Harris still seems like he like might be homophobic. No! No, there no is way. no... There are no receipts. Are you drunk Calvin. Calvin Harris homophobic. I'm googling to see. Didn't if say he was content. homophobic. I just have never seen him interact with a gay person. <laughs> oh. I still don't think this is as good as any of the uh, Disclosure and Sam Smith collabs. In particular, this one. <laughs> the old omen. And then remember, Grace, when we were really into this. 
Yes, and Nirvana. The, the acoustic version of Latch. That's awful. I hate oh, you. Oh, I love that. No. Oh. Wait, but you did used to be a real big Sam Smith fan. Yeah, because he, he had so much potential to be really interesting and exciting when the first few songs came out, and then he just went with and what he Then he, he went does. to boring. He does what he does Dinner now. party music. Yeah. This is the Sam Smith that I was hoping there would be more of on In the Lonely Hour, or whatever the second one was called. What was the second uh, one called? The Dark First. Yeah, that one. The <laughs> darkest hour. Have you found any yeah. receipts of Calvin Harris being homophobic yet? Um, no. Okay, we'll press on. We'll let you research. I think everyone, uh, I believe there is reference to Migos says he can't, no, Quavo says he can't be homophobic because he was in Calvin Harris's song with Frank Ocean. Yeah. Because, as we all know, if you know somebody who's gay, you're automatically if off the If you know book. somebody who's bi. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, update. Sean Mendes uh, is still looking great in every photo that I've seen from the VMA. What did he wear? So many things. He wore an open, flowy button-up, as oh, he does usually. Stunner of a man. And then on stage, he wore just that, the wet singlet. Oh, Project U, the podcast. Oh, oh, um, can oh, somebody please explain to me why the 1975 thought that the new single needed to be Maddie Healy singing over a Drake beat with an incomprehensible title? Is it? It looks like what? Two time? Me too? T? Me too? T? That's what I'm going to call it. Me too? T? Tutti Matuti. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> Tutti Matuti Matuti me. Not mad about this. Trust me, I'd prefer this than rock music from the 1975. But they do rock music well. I could No, I'll take anything I can get that doesn't sound like rock songs. I actually really like this. I think I'm liking it more every time I listen to it. But I need a full album of, like, the sounds. That's what I want to fill up the rest of this upcoming album, is songs that sound like The Sound by the 1975. Yeah. Instant anthems. Project U, the podcast. It is one of the most important songs, um, I think, released this year, quite possibly ever released. Um, it's a song by Paul McCartney. You may know him from his from work four or five with, seconds. Um, this bug group of some kind. What were they called? Um, they were that little group. Rihanna and Kanye West. Oh, that group. Yeah, yeah. He has put out a song uh, co-written and produced by Ryan Tedder. Ryan Tedder says this is uh, one of his favourite songs of his career. Um, and this is a song about Paul McCartney wanting to fuck. No. I just want to know how you feel. Wanna love the soul. Is it really called Fuck You? It sure is. You fuck you. you. And uh, you'll soon find out why, Grace. I just wanna fuck you. No. Paul McCartney has logged on and he's horny. <laughs> why does he look like. 
He looks the dad like an, from Hairspray. Oh, man. He's 76. <laughs> I mean, gonorrhea is pretty rife in uh, retirement homes. I, I love old, that old just people a, can get it on. There's In that high-pitched you, there is just the faint idea of Paul McCartney. The rest is the clearest, clearest day Ryan Turner vocals. <laughs> I cannot deal with this song. Why is no one talking about it? It's really like I can see why no one's talking about it. It's very uncomfortable listening. Tweet along with hashtag Project you Podcast. I was busy thinking about This is Nathan's Boys where he talks about songs by boys that he's found on the internet that are either talented or cute or both. Robin Bengtsson is They're also always almost Swedish. Is where, where do you think he's from? Sweden. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's competed in Melody Festival and a few times. They all some, have some good songs. And he puts out a song like once every, I don't know, nine months or something. <laughs> Maybe a year. I don't know. He's very slow. He's regular. This song's called I Want to Fall in Love Again. And it's a bop. Oh, this is cute. It's an electronic bit. Oh, nice. On you, Robin. Nicer than I want to fart you. Yeah. For you. For you. Project You, the podcast. Album alert. Album alert. Album alert. Sweeten is out. Don't know if you've seen it on the internet. Has anyone had any opinions? On the line. Um, I haven't listened to it. I don't know if anyone's had any opinions. I keep intending to. I, I keep intending to listening to to listen to it, and I keep ending up listening to the Mamma Mia two soundtrack. <laughs> fair, relatable, fair game, relatable content. Um, I haven't seen any opinions online about this album yet. No, none online no at all. No one's been talking online about Damn. the album. I've said on this podcast before. I knew that Ariana couldn't do another um, Swedish album. I was like, that's fine. Mm. I understand. Uh, but Pharrell is a no from me. <laughs> it's not necessary. Um, and really, everything about that has come to fruition. <laughs> the best songs on it are by the Swedes and by Hip Boy. Who's Hip Boy? Hip Boy is a producer of some kind. Sounds like he should be in um, Scott. Um, I want to say Scott Tweedy. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Awful movie. Scott Tweedy. <laughs> Scott oh, Tweedy versus the world, and it's just him at every award show. <laughs> for you, the Scott was Scott Tweedy. For me, it was for some reason Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son, who's a very bad actor. Um, what about Scott Ludlam? Not cross my mind. Former member of Parliament in Australia. Parliament. 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 Um, so the sweetener as a listen. When we go into raindrops, which is just like, just Ariana singing, it's like, cool, great, not really going to listen to this again, but cool, good for you, she's got vocals. Then this song (laughs) featuring Pharrell. Then the light is coming. Mm. Pharrell nonsense. R.E.M., another Pharrell song. And then um, you have just, thank God this noise comes in. (laughs) It's like, oh. It's still very good. She's back. Thank you. Beautiful artwork. And then we're back. To this. What is she saying? Twist it and mix it. And a, and a lot of these, 
<laughs> and a lot of these uh, Pharrell songs are just Pharrell written and produced fully. He made them. When did he make them? Don't know. When do you have time to take his hat off so he could fit out of a door frame <laughs> and go to Ariana's house? And, like, why? Why ruin a good thing? It's not generally how music writing works. They don't, they don't go to each other's houses. No, I know. It happens sometimes, but I wouldn't say it's the regular occurrence. The, the only Pharrell song on it that I don't despise is Successful, which is this song. Um, and it's a song about how Ariana is successful. Mm-hmm. But even though I like it, I find the production to be so thin and irritating that I usually don't make it the whole way through. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just like not really holding me too well. I just like her whispering about being successful over the um, the Wii background music. Um, and then, of course, the good the good song. My two favourites, apart from No Tears Left to Cry, which I like rediscovered while listening yeah. to Sweetener over and over again, trying to like it. Um, first is Every Time. Yeah, I really um, like Every Time. Which is written by Ariana, um, Ilya, Savanko Decha, and Max Martin. <laughs> the dream team. I really enjoyed watching the um, the video that she posted because I've loved all these behind-the-scenes videos she's been posting. The one she posted of her doing the ad-libs for this at the very end and where the little laugh comes from. And it's just so fucking genuine and cool. Oh, I haven't watched enough of this content. All over her Twitter, the video of her dancing with her nan to it was either breathing or God is a woman. It's like, oh, what are what are everyone's thoughts on the fact that her name might actually be Ariana Grande? It's not. Okay. It's crime, but she said it. It's fake news. She said it. Fake news. Not Grandy. Actually, it popped up on my Facebook memories this morning that five years ago today, I posted on Facebook that I get nervous going to Starbucks um, because I don't know how to pronounce Grande. Well, now you do. It's one of my great... That was like when everyone was debating about whether um, Justin Bieber's name was Justin Bieber or Justin Bieber. When was that argument? I was clearly... How vague we all were. No, right, when, when like one... What was it called? One time. One time. I was like, one kiss. Um, everyone was like, oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so what I really like about this song is that it's the Swedes proving that they can still fit in on the Trap-inspired album that needed to happen, um, which I do really enjoy. Um, yeah. I also made a mistake. Hit Boy is not the guy I was talking about. There's actually someone named uh, TB Hits. I don't know who that is. God, some of these producers have terrible names. Um, it's a guy that appears to just produce Ariana Grande music. Like The discography on um, Wikipedia is Ariana, one Fifth Harmony song, then like Most of Dangerous Woman, including Be Alright, um, and then good. Christmas and Chill, <laughs> <laughs> and then some like Machine Gun Kelly and Fifth Harmony again. It's very strange. Machine Gun Kelly. He, may, he might have. He must have come from like Nickelodeon land and just like followed oh, her all the way. I kind of like that. But um, whoops. See, so um, maybe like a musical director, like that Dan Cantor bloke that's been hanging around Justin Bieber since day dot. I don't know. I mean, also Julia Michaels. No, not Bieber. The, 
the other really wonderful song is Good Night and Go. Oh, yeah, I like so that. Oh, the Imogen Heap one. Yes. Just say good night and go. So good. Well, it's time for us to good night and go. Uh, great to be with you for another oh, podcast. Oh, no, you know what we did miss in the time that we missed a podcast, Nathan especially? Um, you and I have both now seen Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. And Nick still refuses because he hates joy. He has no love oh. in his heart. So I do. Nick, it's so... I sobbed the entire way through. The ladies in front of me were like... They turned around that. at the end. I have a lot of And they were just like... Why you sobbed all the way through. Are you okay? Um, it was just a lot of emotions. Isn't it meant to be a joyous movie? It is. It is. This is just grace, remember. <laughs> I don't want to go to a movie that's going to make me cry. I didn't cry. I just had a great time. The entire time I had a smile on my face. Oh, that's Yes. Like I, had from, a, uh, from I was smiling through the tears. Oh. No tears left to cry. Mm. No, there were cry. plenty of tears left to cry. Mama mia, here I here go, I go again. again. Mama, how can I resist? Now, before we go, um, Nathan and I attended oh my a pop concert at the weekend. <sighs> and it was truly one of the b- most bizarre experiences of our life. Didn't we already talk about this? No, we back, we we hooked to it, and then I, we almost um, forgot to do it. Um, Can we start with the support act? So Zed supported Katie. Um, just, I don't even know how to begin with um, <laughs> how ridiculous and amazing it was. Almost closed what? off the entire set with Magic's Rude. What? Why? I don't know. Some Zed remix of Rude occurred. He just oh, played no. smash hits after <laughs> smash hit. It was so good. It was so stupid. The women in front of us like were going off. Like they didn't have that energy again after that. Yeah, they were exhausted. It was too, too too good of an opener. They left with like three songs to go, probably because they didn't understand how encores work. No, no one seems to. Um, one song I forgot was incredible. Stay the night with Harry mm-hmm. Williams, and he was playing everything at like maybe ten percent faster than normal. And I'm always here for that. And everything you was around me, and it was the visuals were phenomenal. You can attest to how mesmerized I was by the visuals. They were really, really good, really cool. Um, and then it got into the main act, the old uh, Capes. Just the most unhinged display of pop stardom I've ever seen. She just has no fucks left to give. It's, it was her 111th <laughs> date on the tour. They were all just, like, going through the motions and acting as though everything they were doing was normal. And I'm telling you, it's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal to be dressed up as, like, a bug. It's not normal to fly into an inflatable mouth. It's not normal to fly around the the stadium, I mean the arena, on Saturn. <laughs> and then she it brought was. her, there was this big dramatic moment just after she sang E.T. where she pulled this girl up on stage. What was her name? Like Sylvia or something? Oh, uh, something awful. Something bogan. She's like seven. She's like, who's got a wish Saskia. in the crowd tonight? Saskia. Who's got a wish in the crowd tonight? Come up here. And then they pull up this girl and her wish is like literally there's like three minutes of build up to the wish and Katie goes so on the count of three tell everyone your wish and she goes I want 50 cats (laughs) then you get a a five minute tirade about Katie cats Katie was just going on rants she went on a rant about meat pies she went on a rant about 
capsicums oh. and bell peppers being the same. What did she right. say? What Aluminium. did she say that time where she was just like, screw you, drought? What was that? Did you? <laughs> what was that? Did you not see it? Oh, my God, I need to find it. Please find it. Is Katy Perry, like, taking on the drought? Fuck, she's bizarre. She went on the tangent about the meat pies about 16 different times during her argument with the left shark, which no. was really peculiar. Left shark was oh, no. out for about 15 whole entire minutes, including a performance where he played a foot piano. No, she said, sorry, take that drought. Fuck, <laughs> she's ridiculous. Dressed I as a farmer. Her. She's so ridiculous. The weirdest thing the crowd did during it was when this song came on. Swish, swish. Every child just stood up and started flossing. And this is like kids no. who did not give a fuck the rest of the entire concert, sitting there with earmuffs on, looking at their phones, because apparently every seven-year-old has a phone now. And then this comes on, and everyone stands, every ch- child is up and doing the stupid floss thing. It was truly dystopian. Oh, my God, no. The drone's you guys taken need- over. Sorry, you need to be way further across this Katy Perry drought thing, because you know who presented her with the farmer outfit? Scott Tweedy. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yes, this was at the Brisbane launch of her fragrance. Because Scott Tweedy was flying around the country to host all these fragrance launches for Katy Perry and act like it was a new thing every night. God, I love that guy. He can host. He can fucking host a root in a barn. <laughs> it's just so ri- it's so ridiculous because it's like Katy Perry take that drought and then a picture of a dead sheep. <laughs> oh God, guys. The amount of props on this tour, I cannot deal with. At one point, I was just exhausted. I was like, how many fucking props are there? It was absurd. (laughs) And, um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, and then... So it sounds like Katy Perry, the entire show. And then when Pendulum was about to start, I was like, oh, it's Pendulum time. I hope she comes out on a Pendulum. And she sure did. (laughs) Oh my god, walking on... Did she play walking on air? Fucking nut. It's not the Prism oh. tour. Prism really got shafted on this set list. It did. Really it sad did. not to Uncle Deshaun Ali. Uncle <laughs> Deshaun. It was a really great... I Sometimes I miss the stand culture that I used to be in, like when unconditionally was called Uncle Deshaun Ali, because that's what it sounds like she's saying. And when Nicki Minaj was referred to as Icky Garbage. No, what is this? <laughs> is that like when I used to watch the Nicki Minaj show? Um, yes. <laughs> I think I got about 85 episodes in, but I was really bored one day. Are we just going through her entire discography? Yeah, I'm just literally dragging every song um, from the Katy Perry list I have in front of me onto my hotkeys and just playing the hooks. Anyway, good chat. Um, thanks, Catherine, for having us at your show. I bought a $50 t-shirt. Put it through the oh wash. Oh, my God. Put it through the wash and already is like a bed shirt. Like, it can't be worn out anymore. I, I still cannot quite comprehend the fact that Nick bought merch at <laughs> a Katy Perry I walked it. straight in, and the first thing I said to Nathan was like, I'm buying that shirt. And we just lined up and got the fucking shirt. Well, I, I'm taking requests now, guys. <laughs> Would anyone like to hear the E.T. Manhattan Click Paradise remix? No. Chicken Abbott. This is awful. Can you play more of Walking on Air, please? No. Do you have Witness? What is this? Satisfied by Galantis. Oh, it's our new closing music on the show. Oh, that's right. You made that decision. Yeah. Um, this was an unhinged episode. I'm tired. I'm so sorry. I'm so tired. Also, I don't have a tooth anymore. It's taken my sanity. We'll catch you next week. Or soon, anyway. More Toothless Grace content. I hate it. I'm so upset. 
keep oh. subscribed. Um, share the shit you see on Twitter and stuff because it all helps. It's all very kind of you. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Wait, someone send me a new tooth. Don't stop till I say so. Don't do that.